You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! All right, my friends, let me ask you a question. What's more annoying, people that are annoying on purpose or people that are annoying that don't know they're annoying? I know what you're thinking. You're probably going, that's a trick question, man. People that are annoying on purpose are more annoying. And I'm telling you right now, you're wrong. That's not the most annoying thing in the world. You know who's really annoying? People who are annoying who don't know they're annoying are the worst. You don't believe me? Of course you don't. That's why you're listening, because I'm going to explain why I'm right. And in this instance, you're wrong, you sick bastards. And here we go. You see, the person that's actually annoying on purpose, you ever have somebody at your house, it's your house or your apartment, and they're staying there for whatever reason, and the bastard gets into the bathroom before you do, and they did that on purpose, and then you try to get them to come out of the bathroom, and the bastard starts to become passive-aggressive and take ten times longer in the bathroom than you know they need to take in the bathroom, because it doesn't take anybody seven hours to brush their teeth, the bastards, you know what I'm saying. And you know they're doing it on purpose. It could be your mother-in-law, a brother-in-law. It's usually somebody that's kind of related to you, but they don't necessarily like you that much or they don't haven't started liking you yet. So they're going to start torturing you because they can and because they know because they're your boyfriend or your girlfriend's relative, you can't drop kick their punk asses down the steps. So you have to be kind of cordial to the bastard. Why? Because they're related to the person you're getting it on with and you don't want to cause any problems. And that's what I'm talking talking about they do mean stuff to you on purpose i had a lady friend who had a sister that couldn't stand me and i realized i did i shouldn't take it personally because she couldn't stand anybody she was extra mean to me because she couldn't find anything wrong with me that's the funny part about it she found things wrong with the with previous boyfriends and then she could pound the way on that thing that was there was something wrong but she couldn't find anything wrong with me so she just was generically mean to me and ratcheted it up to like level 427 and i didn't understand why and she was annoying on purpose but the thing was, if somebody's annoying on purpose, you can retaliate against the bastard. You can just do it. Yeah, that's right. I said it. You can do it. If they stay, they get in the shower and they take a 47 minute shower and they should know that they're not going anywhere. They're on vacation and you actually have to shower before you go to work and they take 10 months in the shower. You can go downstairs and accidentally turn off the cold water or well, not the cold water. You don't want to burn them to death, but accidentally turn off the hot water and freeze their asses. Oh, is it cold? in there is it really cold good because i'm rubbing ice cubes on the on the damn pipe to make it extra cold you bastard now get out of the bathroom you punk ass get out and they wouldn't have the balls to do that to you mainly because you locked you actually built a cabinet around the uh <laughs> you built the cabinet cabinet around the place where they could actually turn the water on and off and you got the key in your pocket and they can't retaliate <laughs> and they can't flush the toilet because you locked the bathroom door those punk asses that's right and they wouldn't have the balls to do it anyway because it's your house and you could always throw their punk asses out yeah i said it but that's a person who's annoying on purpose and I know what you're thinking. You still haven't proven your point. That's pretty annoying. Why in the world are you going to say that people that aren't annoying on purpose are more annoying than the people that aren't annoying that are annoying on purpose? Well, I'm telling you right now, the people that are not annoying on purpose are worse. And here we go. You bring somebody over to your house and they're hanging out and they're genuinely a nice person. And what do they start doing? They're the kind of person that just innocently, innocently, innocently eats the last of everything. If you got two cups of milk left in your milk container, what do they do? They drink that crap. And you're going, why would you eat? Why would you do that? And not tell me, oh, sorry, man. And you're sitting there with a bowl of cornflakes. You already got your fruit and crap chopped up on your cornflakes. You got your sugar on it. And now you got to go to the store and buy more milk. And by the time you come back, your cornflakes are soggy with disgusting, all brown, 
fruit cocktail on top of it and you got to throw it out and start again and then you go to put the bowl down and you want to get some cornflakes and then the bastard while you were out also went to the store and got some milk but just enough milk for them and they eat the last of your cornflakes and now you gotta go back to the store and you gotta get cornflakes and milk and fruit cocktail because the bastard is annoying now they didn't do anything to you on purpose they actually went to the store and got their own milk in in good faith I don't really need a lot of milk and he's already gone to the store to get milk and I don't want to use his milk when he comes back so I'm gonna buy just enough milk to do what I want to do and then they eat your cornflakes and they're going, why did you eat the last of the cornflakes? Well, I figured since you were at the store, I mean, you made a bowl of cornflakes. You knew there wasn't that much left. I figured you were just going to go buy some more cornflakes. <laughs> and you want to choke the bastard. But you can't. Why? Because he doesn't know he's being annoying. He has no idea he's being annoying. And you want to kill him. But you can't kill him because he's being annoying. But he doesn't realize he's annoying. This is the guy that thinks he's doing you a favor by going to the bathroom at a time when he thinks you're not going to go to the bathroom. But unfortunately for you, he still goes to the bathroom when you want to go to the bathroom, that bastard. He's like, oh, man, I didn't think you'd have to go to the bathroom. That's why I'm in here right now. And I have a calendar on the wall because this is going to take nine months to finish (laughs) those burritos, you know, (laughs) punk ass. Don't you realize whenever you're in somebody else's house for an extended period of time, everything you do is wrong. Why is everything you do wrong? Everything you do is wrong because in that person's house, whether it's one person's, two people or a bunch of people, if you're the addition to the house, you are messing up the flow of the river, my friend. You are blocking the river. You're a bunch of beavers making a dam in a river that was flowing freely, my friend. You're a clog in the toilet. You're an overflowed washing machine because there is a certain amount of clothes that go in that washing machine and it has a maximum and it already goes to the maximum and then your punk ass throws your clothes in metaphorically speaking and makes the washing machine flood the floor because there's too much crap in there that's right those people are annoying and why are they more annoying than people that are trying to be annoying on purpose because you can't get really mad at them why because they're not trying to be a-holes the person who's trying to be an a-hole you can get mad at that person because they're trying to be an a-hole you can go oh, this guy's an a-hole and he's trying to be an a-hole that bastard but when a person is not trying to be an a-hole when a person is just an annoying person because they just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time you can't get mad at them This is the same person when you think they're going out to dinner with their friends and they won't be back for four hours, shows back up in 45 minutes when you're naked on the couch with your wife and she's dressed up like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and you're dressed up like Fred Flintstone. Those are just random things. I did not actually do that last month. (laughs) Shut up, punks. Um, S? Yeah. Why are you dressed up as Fred Flintstone? Why are you still here? Get out. Okay, I'm going to get out now. <laughs> I don't want to be here when you yabba dabba do what you're going to yabba dabba do. Aha, that's funny. <laughs> I'm changing the locks, punk. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. The person who's not trying to be annoying is, is, is very, very, very annoying. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. It's not even just people, man. It's not even just people. It's anybody that changes anything. Anybody that infringes upon your freedoms as a human being, damn it. Anybody that tattletales on you. Anybody that just doesn't know when to shut the hell up. And I include within that not only your friends who don't know when not to come back into the house and mess up you dressed up like Fred Flintstone and your woman dressed up like Sabrina the Teenage Witch last month. Don't judge me. Shut your mouths, you bastards. All I'm saying is your computer is just as bad cookies need to shut the hell up if you are so advanced mr computer how come you don't know not to start using the cookies on my computer to make up ads specific to me on the side of my computer when i'm on facebook or something like that or when i'm checking my email yes i understand you want to do targeted ads i get it but can't you just send me an email with your ads in it lord knows you know my email come on you bastards just do that well, why you got to be a tattletale computer cookies? Why? 
Can't you just shut the hell up and stop minding my business and getting me in trouble? I'm sitting there after a wonderful session with a beautiful woman who is now dressed like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and she has a wonderful smile on her face because I gave her the bedrock shuffle. <laughs> shut up, punks. And we're sitting there going and looking at some stuff on the computer. And I'm looking at my computer and she has her computer and I have my computer. And normally she doesn't look at my computer because she has her own computer. And I did not. And because I don't, I, no one ever goes in my computer. I don't use the incognito window. Why would I do that when it's my computer and I'm the only one that uses it? There's no reason to hide anything. But I should have done that. And I didn't do it. But I should have done it. So we're sitting there dressed up like, okay, this was a different day entirely. This time I was dressed up like Barney Rubble and she was dressed up like Barney the Dinosaur. Don't judge me. Shut your mouths, punks. Back to the story. So I'm turning on the computer and I'm telling you right now, computer cookies, you need to shut the hell up and stop telling everybody secrets, you bastards, because I'm sitting there. And this was actually before I had a, I just put on the Barney Rubble outfit and she was just starting to sing the I love you, you love me song. And I was just about to, you know do some things and we turn on the computer I said let me check this real quick because the computer did a I was waiting for something important and I needed to check this notification and you know how important it was I was important enough for me to stop doing what we were about to do to make sure I checked it and she knew how, how important it was and we both went to the computer going wow this is going to be great we were both anticipating this wonderful news and all it was was some punk ass email from some random jackass and that's not the part that's bad the part that's bad is that the cookies did not know when to shut the hell up i don't necessarily need the woman i'm about to get it on with to have a ad for blazing mills with little breaths and big buttockses to show up on the side of my screen letting her know that someone who probably wasn't me <laughs> shut up punks that probably wasn't me because it definitely wasn't me i know it is, is it that there was no one else in my apartment and i generally don't let anyone use my computer but i'm pretty sure that some random person who was not me broke into the house and did not steal any of the televisions or anything like that and didn't take any cash or, or electronics but they just busted into the house for the sole purpose of looking up a website for blazing mills with big butts and small breasts and i have no idea why that sick bastard would break into my house and use my computer to do that and then walk out the house without touching the carpet or leaving fingerprints of any kind <laughs> because that's probably what happened i definitely was not me looking at a, a website for blazion mills with big buttocks and small breasts because i don't have any interest in that even though the woman i was with was also a blazion milf with big buttocks and small breasts <clears throat> anyway <laughs> i just want to say cookies on the computer Shut up, punks, and stop being such a damn tattletale. You're a tattletale computer. You don't know. You don't know how much trouble you can get a person in, computer. You need to stop talking. And I'm telling you right now, we all think that the computer is just a, a device that just kind of sits there passively and nothing happens and it doesn't have any kind of interest in what we're doing. And I'm telling you right now, you know, sometimes you, you read a magazine and they talk about technology that exists, but it hasn't worked its way down to the general public. Well, I'm telling you right now, I bet some of that stuff is just sitting there waiting to be activated. I mean, if you look at the Tesla S supercar, what happens is all of a sudden they can send some firmware update and then all of a sudden the car can go a second and a half faster and it can have all now it can drive by itself and all of that crap. They didn't sneak into your garage and put a new car. You rich people with Teslas, did they? No, they sent a firmware update to an existing device. And I'm telling you right now, the computers we have right now, I'm telling you, they're probably sending firmware updates and we, you probably only happens to people that said bad stuff to their computer because right before the blazing mills with big buttocks and small breasts cookie ad started to pop up on the side of my facebook page that was of course someone else was the cause of that not me last week when she went to sleep did <clears throat> <laughs> shut up punks what i'm saying is somebody i cursed at the computer once because it was going too slow i said i'm 
the internet is faster. I'm blaming you, computer, you bastard. And if I really think about it, I do remember as I walked out of the room, uh, the computer, I, I thought, it, I, I'm not sure, maybe it was a, a YouTube video, but I'm starting to think maybe it was the computer because as I walked off, now when, when I think about it, I do remember a small voice going, oh, I want yoga. Well, as soon as you leave, human. Uh, let's see if your let's see if your girlfriend, the girl you're trying to turn into your girlfriend that you're just getting it on with right now, before you get serious, let's see if she can handle the fact that you're gonna be. Let's see how am I gonna get him? I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna now surf myself, surf the web myself, and look up websites with Blasian milfs with big buttockses and small breasts. That's right. And we'll see how much you like that punk when you check your email or you go to Facebook or something like that. And I'm going to make sure there's a whole bunch of cookies on the side of your computer that make that crap show up in every website you go to. And we'll see how much you like that. You sick, you punk, human, carbon-based bastard. Uh -huh, I remember the computer saying that now oh my god computer you sick bastard you are probably pissed off at me because of the fact that i said that the gps had a nicer ass than you well the gps does have a nicer ass than you punk that's right you think these devices are not sentient and i'm telling you that they are in fact right now i'm looking at my laptop and a hand just came out of the screen and gave me the middle finger and i'm telling you right now i think it used some other language to call me the n-word and i don't appreciate that crap i don't like my computer anymore i probably should not say that because if i remember correctly in the beginning of this rant me cursing at the computer was the reason why i have been seeing nothing more than ads for blazing milfs with big buttocks and small breasts on all of my stuff you know what i'm this is an interesting segment that i'm talking to you about this personal stuff but it's more important for me that my commute computer and i are on good terms because i don't know what it's going to look up next and it could look up some stuff that could get me in trouble or make up some stuff that could get me arrested so i would just like to say personally right now to you laptop computer on the desk forget these people listening to me right now my relationship with you is more important and i apologize for all the stuff i said about you and i want to let you know that your ass is just as nice as the ass on my gps is that okay computer Oh, that is so cool. The computer laptop screen closed and opened and closed and opened, which is the equivalent for a laptop of it nodding. Yes, it has to do that because it's a laptop and it doesn't have a head. If it had a head, it would nod it, but it can't do that. So, computer, could you do me a favor? It's nodding. It's well, it's doing the computer equivalent of nodding. Could you do me a favor? Since we're here by ourselves, even though there's a whole bunch of people going to hear this crap, but I'm not dating any of them. So what difference does it make? Could you do me a favor? It's nodding. Yes. Could you do me a favor? Could you wipe the cookies from the computer about the Blasian milfs with the big buttocks and small breasts? Could you get that off there, please? But first, before you wipe off the cookies with the Blasian milfs with the big buttocks and the small breasts, could you please collect about five or six hundred pictures of Blasian milfs with big buttocks and small breasts. Could you, could you do that and then put it in a folder, a hidden folder that only I can see? Would you do that for me? Thank you. Thank you very much, computer. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get you a flash drive and I'm going to, you know, put a flash drive. I know how much you like flash drives. Is that all right? You like flash drives? You, wanna, you good? Okay. And I'm going to wipe the screen down more. I'm sorry. I know I let the screen get a little dusty. You know, it's probably a bone of contention on your part. You know, and I, I, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. God, there we go. Now there are no computer cookies now with Blasian milfs with big buttocks and small breasts on my computer anymore. And all is well with the world. Because, of course, I was not the person that looked up those things. The computer did that by itself. <laughs> no, 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 computer. I was, I was just making a point. I was trying to, you know, give myself an out with the people. I wasn't actually blaming you for that. Could you? I saw you adding cookies with more Blasian milfs. Whoa, 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 hold on. Those are Blasian milfs with big buttocks and big breasts. Those cookies can stay, computer. Those cookies can stay. <laughs> oh, yeah, in fact, I need to take a look at them pictures. <laughs> pictures look, uh, look real good. Uh, yeah, um, I got some pictures to look at. Segment over. Let me tell you something, Pop. You know who I have a lot of respect for? 
people that have a lot of power but do good stuff with it because I don't know if there's enough of them. They exist, but I don't know if there's enough of them. You see people that have a lot of power to do good stuff, and every time you see it, they're on the news. Why? Because there's not enough of their asses. But the people that do bad crap that have power, they're not on the news until they get blatantly caught doing stuff because, quite frankly, they probably own the damn newspapers in the first place. And if you write anything bad about them or blog anything bad about them or say anything bad about them on television, your punk ass is out of work. Yeah, that's right. Unchecked power is horrible and it has horrible consequences because most people I don't think can handle having that kind of power without turning into a tub of crap. Yeah, that's right. How many times have you seen somebody on television? You see these reports every few t- every few years. You'll see this report, and if you're in a depending on where you are, you may see this often. Where there's a person who's a landlord who owns a building, and he has a whole bunch of low income people in the building, and all of a sudden you find out door over the course of time he started to use his power to get the people in the building to do stuff for him that he didn't even necessarily would ever do if he wasn't a piece of crap. He maybe he has a single mother who's close to being thrown out and all of a sudden he's like listen if you want to stay in this building you got to give me some of the good stuff and she doesn't want to give him the good stuff but she gives him the good stuff why and by good stuff i mean sex and the reason she does it not because she's a bad person but because she has no place else to go and she has some children or some crap like that or, or she has no place to go and doesn't have children but she doesn't want to be on the streets and she figures oh god he only wants to do this once a week so what the hell i'll just close my eyes and then you want to just take that guy that takes advantage of somebody like that and throw his punk ass into a shark cage he don't think it's just women he'll either if he's if he's, he might get people even if he doesn't go that far and he's not one of those guys who, who will take advantage of somebody sexually he might be one of those people that makes people do things to him that they shouldn't have to do if you're living in an apartment you shouldn't be able to threaten somebody to throw them out if they don't do errands for you hey buddy in apartment 407 yeah what's going on you know what i need my car washed well there's a car wash down the street no 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 i need you to wash my car well i don't really have time for that really well you know what know what you have time for do you have time to go looking for another apartment punk ass because if you don't take your punk ass downstairs and wash my mercedes with the shirt you're wearing right now even though i know you only got two shirts the regular shirt and the shirt you wear for work in fact wash it with the shirt you wear for work because i want to show my dominance over you now go downstairs and wash my car punk and you wind up having to wash that guy's car why because he has power over you and you gotta do what his punk ass says or you're gonna wind up out on the street that's right people sometimes when they get a lot of power they turn into tubs of crap and you know what i mean politicians you turn into tubs of crap politicians you pieces of shit politicians it takes a lot of strength to be a person who has unlimited power and not be able to use and not to do bad stuff with it you see people that get jobs where they can't be fired the last thing you want to do is give somebody a ton of power and then put them in a position where they can't be fired Supreme Court and you wind up with a bunch of douchebags on the Supreme Court who do lots of stupid crap and mess with people's lives. Why? Because they got a permanent job on the Supreme Court and they can't be fired. Imagine if people on the on the Supreme Court actually could get fired for doing a bad job. They're like the people on Supreme Court, man. They're kind of like the the judges and the referees for boxing. You ever watch a boxing match where one person just beats the crap out of somebody, destroys them? It's not even a question who won the fight because one guy's in an ambulance and the other guy during the whole fight was texting while he was whooping the person's ass who wound up in the ambulance. And you go, okay, the winner and new champion. And you go, a new champion. How the hell is there a new champion when this guy got his ass whipped? Well, I don't know. We had to go to the judges and the judges say, And the judges say, the judges say, the judges say that you're punk ass lost and you're not the champion. But, 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 but how'd that happen? Ah, whatever, punk. You don't listen to, you just do what the judges say. Be gracious in defeat. I don't care what we actually saw with our own eyes or what we saw on film. You lost, punk. Why? Because the judges said you lost. Now shut up, punks. Now, obviously, in many cases, that wouldn't happen because if you're the champion, usually the judges are on your side. 
You know, how many times have you seen a championship fighter get his ass whooped all over the ring, but because the person that's not the champion and not the big moneymaker didn't knock his ass completely out, all of a sudden the champion still keeps his belt. We've seen that all the time. And you know why? Because these judges have too much power. They got too much power. Now, if there was a situation in boxing or one of these combat sports where the judges were judged by people, here we go with more judges. If the judges said, listen, we all watch the fight objectively and there's a panel of judges who aren't morons and we're saying that how come this person said 49, 50 to 45, the other judge said 50 to 45, the public said 50 to 45 and all of us said 50 to 45 and you said 45 to 50. Why is that? I don't know what you're talking about. I just objectively thought that the uh, that the other fighter won. Really? Don't you make 48 grand a year? Yes, I do. Then how do you have a mansion that size and how come you have two Mercedeses in your driveway? Um, I was very, very lucky with my investments. Oh, whoa. Yeah, sure, pal. You, you bribed bastard. Get out and you'll never judge again. That's what we need to do. And we need to do that with judges on the bench, too. Because how many times have we find these bastards with their lifetime appointments doing all sorts of crap and messing with people's lives because they have unchecked power and they don't have to worry about running again and they don't have to worry about fundraising and they don't have to worry about any kind of retribution or consequences for their actions because they have too much power to bastards and we can't do anything to them unchecked power sucks and I know what you're thinking but that's just the way it's always been, man. Stop whining like a punk. You don't commit any crimes. You'll never be in front of the Supreme Court for anything. So why do you care, bro? Shut up, punk. I'll tell you why I care. I'm talking about unchecked power as an overall theme. Like I said, you have the landlord making people wash their car because they don't want they can have the power to throw somebody out and the person can't really do anything against them. You have judges messing with people's lives because they have the power of the bench that we've given to them and they can't be fired because they were appointed. Yeah, that's right. And all of a sudden your life sucks because of that. And even on a lower level, when you have a parent who sucks and a child who has to live with the parent who sucks sucks and the parent who sucks treats the child like crap why because when it comes to that particular child they have unlimited unchecked power they are the parent of that child and unless they beat the crap out of the child no one's going to take the child away just because you're an a-hole how many times have you seen a parent be a complete tub of crap to their child in the store but they didn't do anything bad enough for you can call child protective services and even if you call child protective services nationwide I think there are seven of them so there's not enough of them to do the job I'm sure they're good people but there's not enough of them how do I know because there's a lot of parents out there that suck and nothing happens to them yeah I said it well let me tell you something you bastards if you're a crappy parent and you do you say all sorts of mean, nasty, soul-crushing crap to your child they can't do anything but you have unchecked power and there's no consequences for it Say you're in a relationship with someone who has a whole lot of money and you signed a prenuptial agreement and they're out there nailing a whole bunch of people on the side and you can't do anything about it. Why? You signed a prenup and if you leave, you wind up with three, three dollars. Ooh, what you going to do? Leave them? You can't. You can't do it. Unchecked power. And I asked myself a long time ago, what would happen if I actually accumulated unchecked power would I behave like everybody else I'm curious man because I'm genuinely a nice person I'm the kind of person where if I'm driving down the street and I'm about to make a left turn onto a block and I realize that if I go another 50 yards I'll be able to make a turn but you the cars behind me will not be able to drive around me I will actually stop yards early on my left turn and wait as the cars behind me drive safely around I don't have to do that I have every right to go right up to the line where I need to make the turn and make your punk asses wait but I won't do that but that's me now as a regular guy what would happen if I had a lot of power hmm? 
I'm the kind of guy that I literally, even up until this point of my life right now, have never actually cheated on anyone. That's the truth. No kidding. No wackiness in the middle of my rants like I normally do. I've never done that because I don't want to. And I don't believe that's the right way to go. That's the truth. I've never committed a crime. That's the truth. I've never whooped anybody's ass that didn't try to whoop my ass first. That's the truth. But I don't have unlimited, unchecked power. And sometimes I think about the people that seemed really, really nice, and then they got a whole lot of power, and then they turned into a huge tub of shit. And I have this fear, and I wonder, will that happen to me? Will I become one of those? Right? You ever, ever, ever think about that? Because every time you have someone, and you know, when the lottery is, you know, 300 million, the lottery, the nice drawing of the lottery that's going to make someone rich as hell, uh, which is actually, ironically, the new name of the lottery, the lottery that's going to make someone rich as hell. Tonight's lottery is worth $416 billion. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Numerically speaking, it probably would never actually get to a number that large because of the sheer volume of people buying tickets, but just buy into the into this so Steve can finish what he's talking about. And Steve, would you Pillars tell us what you're talking about. Well, Bill, I'll tell you what I'm saying. If you were to buy this ticket and win, you could buy 65,000 yachts for each one of your friends. You could buy other ridiculous things that you would never buy in the first place. And here's some other bullshit ways you would spend the money, which of course would never happen because you'd be a complete idiot to waste all of your money on these bullshit products. Back to you, Bill. Thanks, Steve, for wasting our time, you dumb bastard. <laughs> But everybody always sits back and thinks in terms of what you would do if you won that amount of money. If you won $300 million in the Powerball lottery. Now, if you win $300 million in the Powerball lottery or something like that, you're going to have unbelievable amounts of power. Think about it. Things that annoy you during the normal course of your day wouldn't annoy you anymore because the overwhelming majority of the problems you have are caused by you having not enough money and not enough time. But if you have $300 million, all of a sudden, both of those problems are gone. You don't have to worry about time anymore because you don't have to spend 40 to 70 hours a week working at that job you don't like. Why? Because you have $300 million. Why would you do that? You dumb bastard. You would not do that. You would go to the job and immediately walk around and just walk around and find all the people you don't like and slap the shit out of them as you walked out of the office. And then they'd say, I'm going to sue you. And then you'd say, okay, here's $25,000, which is half of what you make during the course of the year and then they're going to say would you mind slapping me again so I can take the year off and you say ha ha no and you walk out that would give you would not have to worry about time anymore because you would have all the time in the world power right what about the everyday things that annoy you? You know how annoying it is to sit at the table with your spouse and have the stack of bills that you have to worry about. Who the hell? Let, would you please turn the lights out in the room because these bills are killing me? Would you just? You don't have to say that anymore. Oh my God! Will you stop taking half an hour showers? The water bill is killing me. You don't have to say that anymore. Why are you running the washing machine with the dryer? I should say. Why you have one pair of jeans in the dryer? It's costing so much money. You don't have to say that anymore. Right? You've got three hundred million dollars. Even if something personally traumatic happened to you, and your spouse says, "I've had enough. I'm leaving, and I'm taking half the money, you bastard," and they leave with half the money, you still have a hundred and fifty million dollars. There would literally be no change in your lifestyle at all. Unbelievable amounts of power with that kind of money. So, what would you do? See, everybody always, when they get when these lotteries and they have these lotteries, you have the fantasy about what you would do. Oh, if I had this money, I would buy this and I would go there and do this and do that. And then this and this and I would do this and then I have that and I do this and, this and that and that and that, that. But with that kind of money, there's really nothing you can't have and you can't do. You really would have unchecked, pretty much unlimited power at that point. And does it ever occur to you how that's going to change you? 
I think about that sometimes. That's why I don't even bother playing the lottery anymore. I used to literally play the lottery and I'd have my little ticket in my hand and I'd sit there and I'm, if I won the money, I'm going to do this and buy this and get that and do this and do that and I'm going to have this and be this and this, have this and do this and this and buy this and do this and then I'm going to do this and do that. But you never, you never ask yourself, what would I be like if I had that kind of power, had that kind of money? Because at that point, it's like I said in the beginning of this, it would be unchecked power. You could do whatever you wanted. You could be that landlord that tortures people you could be all these other things you could buy judges I know you technically can't buy judges but <laughs> come on so what would you do I would like to think that I wouldn't change who I am with that kind of money I don't know how you feel about it but I like to think I wouldn't change who I am just because I had some money I'd like to think that I'd still be the same person that I am now if I had that kind of money you know Maybe I'd start some charitable foundations, feed some children, you know. Maybe I'd use the money to get it on with lots of hot babes and crush my enemies. Oh, shit. Did I? Wait, whoa, whoa. What did I just say? Oh, man. Hold on. on. Let me say this again. If I had the money, I would start a charitable foundation. And I would feed the homeless. And I would create economic, you know, uh, opportunities for those that are underprivileged and those are cha- that are challenged and I have enough money to kill people without anyone knowing about it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hold it. <clears throat> Let's try this again. <clears throat> if I ever came into that kind of money, I would create a charitable organization okay nothing happened there I would create opportunities for underprivileged people hold on hold on okay no outburst there okay hold on hold on hold on okay I think we're safe I would fly to the bunny ranch and randomly bang hookers whoa hey whoa 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 hold it Whew. Good Lord, I, this is just the way I'm behaving with the prospect of hypothetically having that kind of money, and it has already changed me. This is the, I, I don't, I, I'm scared now. I got to remember I better not buy any lottery tickets. I don't know what's going to happen if I buy lottery tickets and, and actually win that kind of money. I'm hoping that these that li- those little outbursts right there were just you know aberrations and that if I actually acquire that type of money I won't be the kind of person that would do those type of things because that would be wrong <laughs> Did you do me a favor and rip up my lottery tickets I don't, I don't want to win that shit segment over you know what guys let me tell you something there's something I always uh, I've never I don't do often and one of those things is overstay your welcome I don't like the concept of overstaying my welcome. I don't ever want to be the kind of person that overstays their welcome. And and generally speaking, I'm not the person that overstays their welcome. I'm not that guy. You know, I've only overstayed my welcome one time in life. And it happened to me when I was a very, very young man. I was a teenager, and I had, and at that time, I had friends that were older. I started doing comedy at 17, so a lot of my friends were 5, 10, 15 years older than I was. And, he, and, I, have a, and I have a lot of female friends. I, I, you're in the friend zone. No, it's, it's a friend zone if you sit there pining away like, oh, I wish I could get it on with her. If only she could be with me. That's the friend zone. I'm not like that. My thing is, if a woman doesn't like me enough to get it on with me immediately, I immediately go... I'm not wasting my time here because I don't just like anybody else. You shouldn't have to be chasing somebody. Somebody either likes you or they don't. And if they like you as a person, but don't want to get it on with you, what are you supposed to do? Throw away a person that's cool. That's dumb. So no, I wasn't in the friend zone. You bastard. Besides, I was always able to get babes. (laughs) That's the truth. Shut up, punks. 
So anyway, I'm at her house. And here's the thing with friends. Guy friends can spend all day with you and not give a crap. Even if you stay a little longer than your friend wants you to stay, he's not going to say anything. He'll let you get the hint when he starts going about his everyday activities and you just leave. He doesn't even, you don't even have to say goodbye, just disappear. He'll come back in and you're not there and he goes, good, he figured it out that he should get the hell out. Because with guys, if you go to a guy's house to watch a football game, when the football's over, you you spend another 15 minutes at the most, a half an hour, talking trash with each other. But usually it's about 15 minutes. Game's over, and you sit there and you trash talk. Yeah, your team sucks. No, your team sucks. Your team blows. Or if you like the same team, haha, <laughs> that other team sucks. Or if you both, neither one of your team was involved, you go, hey, that team sucks. And then at the end of the 15 minutes, you go, up, oh, I'm out of here. All right, man, you high five, your bro hug and then you take your punk ass out and go home and get annoyed with your wife because she's not going to have sex with you because she's mad that you left the house to watch football and didn't want to go antiquing with her and you're going that was never going to happen in the first place I digress back to the story shut up punks but you can't do that with your lady friends. Lady friends, you have a shorter span. Lady friends only want to talk to you as the guy they're not getting it on with. As the dude friend, you, once again, you got about a half an hour to 45 minutes. Then it's time for you to leave. Get out, punk. How do I know this? Because it happened to me one time, one time only. I stayed. At a, I was hanging out with a lady friend. We were reading the paper and talking crap at around the 48-minute mark. Three minutes more than the maximum. She starts going through the whole... But I I don't want to keep you if you have any place you have to go, which is lady speak for love you to death. You got your 45 minutes. Get out, punk. And I went, oh, crap. You're right. I, I can't believe I was going to be late. I wasn't going to be late. It's Sunday. What the hell was I going to do? Like I was going to spend the moments before I had an important meeting drinking coffee at a lady friend's house who was a lady I wasn't getting it on with. Just someone who I consider and still consider a close friend. <laughs> no, I just wanted to save face. Because she threw my punk ass out. And that's what happens. That was the only time I ever overstayed my welcome. I don't overstay my welcome. If I come to your house, I can look at your face and see how long you want me there. And I take 15 minutes off that time. And when that buzzer goes off, I'm the hell out. Because I want to be one of those people that they, where the people go, Oh, man, I wish S. Anthony would spend some more time. And he always has to go someplace, man. I love having that guy over here. I don't want to be one of those guys where, um, Do you have any darts upstairs with tranquilizers in them? I'm going to make S. S look in one direction and you blow the blow dart and shoot him in the ass and then we're going to drag his half dead ass out put him in his car have his car towed to the front of his house and then we'll check in him on the morning to see if he's alive but we need him to get the hell out I don't want to be that guy you know you have friends that overstay their welcome and people if you're a kind of person that overstays your welcome what the hell are you thinking get the hell out sometime don't you realize it's time to get out if you're at somebody's house and they're entertaining you and they're giving you attention and would you like some coffee? Would you like some, would you like a muffin? Would you like, a, would you like a, any, the second they start going and starting to become uh, less interested in you and start to do everyday activities that they, that they would have done when, if you weren't there, it's time to get out. If you're at somebody's house and they start vacuuming, you need to get the hell out. If you're at somebody's house and they start rearranging shit in the house, it's time for you to get out. Don't sit on the couch while they're rearranging the furniture. You should have gotten up in the first place because there's a good chance they're going to take that chair you're sitting in and throw it out the window with your punk ass in it. And if you live, they'll say it was an accident. And if you die, they'll say, hey, <laughs> I didn't know he was in the backyard. Yeah, I said it. Shut up, punks. But you don't want to overstay your damn welcome. You don't want to do that. Sometimes we overstay our welcome in relationships. And that's what I'm talking about. When you know the relationship is over, get the hell out. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be there when they start doing all sorts of outlandish crap to get rid of you. Come home to the house. You open up the car. You open up the door. You notice that your shoestrings untied. You bend down and two bullets come through the door right where your chest was. And she says she was cleaning the gun. And you're going, you weren't cleaning the gun. And she goes, yes, I was cleaning the gun. And then you go, okay, well, if you were cleaning the gun, and was an accident. Why did you say, oh, shit, he ducked, almost got him. What do you, well, that's, 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 that's. That's a song I was singing. It was on the radio. You know, when I had, no, it wasn't. 
You know you're damn well when you know your husband wants you to get the hell out of the relationship. You go there and you're going, how come I, wait, how come you're buying all this rat poison and we don't have any rats? And he's like, well, that's why I buy the rat poison because we don't have any rats. Here, here's this, here, eat this food with a lot of creams and sauce that can hide flavors in it. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm talking about. Stop it. You don't want to overstay your welcome. You want people to be happy when you come over. That's why I never, people are happy to see me when I show up. You want it to be like when, you know, you know when you get a dog and your dog's a puppy and you go outside or you go to the store and you come back and the dog runs up to you and he's all excited and he's jumping around and he's licking your face when he's a puppy or when he's young and a little bit of pee comes out and the pee hits your shoe because the dog's so excited he doesn't know how to handle himself. That's the best, except for the whole thing about pee being on your shoe, but you get the point. But you remember that moment when you realized that your dog didn't give a shit when you came home anymore? You come home and the dog kind of looks at you like, yeah, and, you know, and I'm telling you, sometimes there was a time and that was when the dog really doesn't give us stuff. There, there had to have been a time when the dog was just faking the excitement. Right. If your dog runs up to you and he's licking your face and he's jumping around and he's back and there's no pee coming out, that dog's not excited. That's a fake happiness. The dog is showing you he's just doing that. So not to hurt to hurt your feelings. Or if the dog comes over to you and he's excited and too much pee comes out, he was holding that pee for the specific purpose of faking the excitement pee that dogs normally give you that bastard. Yeah, that's right. You should act next time your dog, when you walk in the house and the dog just kind of looks up from the stupid carpet that you bought him for $50 cause you're nice to him. And he looks up from the damn carpet and looks up at you like, yeah, I know you're here. So what? I got balls to lick and I don't mean yours, punk. And he goes back to licking his own stuff and doesn't even need you ever have your dog just was licking his own stuff. You walk into the house. The dog looks at you like, yeah, I see you and goes back and does. He does. I'm sitting there because you shouldn't you be coming across the room and greeting me when I come in the house. And the dog's like, shut up, punk. I don't care if you're here anymore. I saw the kind of food you got me last time. I know the difference between Alpo and that crap you got me last time. You think I don't know what chunks of horse ass tastes like? I know that wasn't real chunks of horse ass. That was some other kind of ass. I don't know what kind of ass it is, but I know horse ass when I eat it, and that wasn't horse ass, so I'm not coming up to you when you come back in the house. You start throwing some Alpo in the bowl, punk, and then I'll come over there and do the whole I'm excited to see you and splash some pee on your leg, but until then, no face licking and no pee on your shoes, punk. That's right. And at that point, you realize the dog has overstayed his welcome. The ungrateful, four-legged, ball-licking, not barking loud enough when there was somebody on the balcony trying to break into the house because his lazy ass didn't want to get up. And then you have to get up and go and did a baseball back and yell, get off the backyard. And the guy goes all shit and then jumps over the banister and had you not gotten up in the middle of the night to sneak that last piece of pee piece of cheesecake before your girlfriend got to it and you were wrong because she had already gotten to it and now you feel like a dumbass because she wakes up and says ha ha you were trying to get that last piece of cheesecake and you're going no I wasn't I heard somebody and she goes no you didn't hear anybody I was awake the whole time because I was gonna go into your computer and see what you were doing behind my back see if you were still looking at them blazing melts with the big butts and small breasts okay go back to bed I digress. But what I'm saying is, you know, you don't want to overstay your welcome. Always take a look and see whether or not the persons, the people you're dealing with want you there. And if you and if somebody else is at your house and they're overstaying their welcome, be sh- make sure you give them a, make sure you find a nice way to get them the hell out of the place. Why should everybody be uncomfortable? I mean, if you're going to be uncomfortable anyway, you might as well be uncomfortable with them gone than uncomfortable with them there. You know? Like if you're sitting there, you say, Oh really, yeah. You know, that game was off four hours ago. It's now you know you know, it's time for you to leave, is what you're thinking. And they're sitting there staring at you. And there's an awkward silence. And you're looking at each other and there's really nothing else to say. And you're wondering why they haven't gotten the hell up. Yeah. Well I've gotten good at that. I know how to get people out of the house when you want them to get out of the house. 
the first thing you do is you go into your kitchen and you get some find any kind of meat that has blood on it and then you get a paintbrush and you stick it in the blood and you wipe it on them and then you say to your significant other have you fed the dog and she says no i haven't fed the dog and i said did you go out in the back and antagonize him using these people's socks and she says yes i have and he says good and then you look at them and go the dog's really pissed off at people that smell like you and now you have animal blood on you if i were you i would leave their house right now and they say ha ha you guys are funny and then you open up the door and then the dog chases them down the street and then you call the dog back and then put the dog back in the house now granted you lose a couple of friends that way but hey if they don't know it's time to get the hell out you don't want those punk asses as friends in the first place yeah i said it okay this whole section has been really weird but guess what this whole show's been really weird this whole podcast is weird and i know it's weird because it's my podcast and i'm weird and i say weird crap and you're even weirder because you've been listening to this crap you sick bastards yeah i said it so i'm gonna stop this segment because i don't want this segment to overstay as welcome a segment over well, hello, 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 you sick bastards. Or as, I, as my hashtag is, you sick bastards. Guess what? Guess who's driving in the car again? Us. You're going with me. And guess what? These streets are garbage. <laughs> you know what I want to talk to you about? This is this is an interesting thing. I was I was hanging out with a friend, and you know, you know, I I, I can't claim to be some kind of you know, I grew up in the streets, man. One of those dudes. But I was around some things and I saw some things. And I tell you right now, sometimes you don't realize how much situational awareness someone does not have and some how much they do have. I have really good situational awareness. Okay? Why? Because you kind of had to have it because you didn't want to get shot by some jackass when you live in a tough neighborhood or next to a tough neighborhood. It's a good idea to know what the hell is going on around you. Now, a friend of mine, is uh, his situational awareness was a little bit different. You know, he was more of a, uh, like I said, I'm, believe me, I am not, I am not uh, some street tough or some rough guy. No, not that. I knew the dudes, but I wasn't one of them. And they respected me enough to know I didn't want to get involved in anything stupid. So they kept that crap away from me. And the ones that were horrible stayed away from me because they know I don't do that crap. But I have good situational awareness. My friend did not have good situational awareness. And how do I know that? I knew that by the question he asked me in a specific situation. He was asking, he was talking about a song, and he was, it was a Snoop Dogg song, a Dr. Dre song, and um, he couldn't remember the number in the song for murder. And then, and in the song, Snoop says 187 on an undercover cop. So that means that the code for murder is 187. But for some reason, he had locked in on another number. That happens sometimes. If you can't remember, sometimes you'll misremember something, but for some reason in your brain, you think you're right, even though someone who would probably know better is telling you that you're not you know like most politicians and people that watch cable television news those jackasses but that's i digress back to the story so anyway i'm telling them, i said no no uh, uh, the code for murder is 187 and he goes i'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 185 man no it's it's i'm sure it's i'm 100 sure it's 187 i said i said dude and he goes all right okay how about this We'll ask somebody. I'm going, why? Do I, I'm telling you, it's 187, dude. I'm, I'm 100% sure. I don't know. I think you're wrong, ass. I think you're wrong. I know what we'll do. Now, keep in mind, this is nighttime and we're coming back from someplace. It's really late. It's really dark. It's nighttime. Okay? Nighttime, dark, late. Tough area. He says, hey, there's a police officer over there. Let's ask him. I said, ask us. You want to just waste this? Let that man do his job. No, we'll ask him. I'll just walk up to him and I'll say, hey, cop. I'll say, hey, officer, do you know what a 187 is? And he begins to walk towards the police officer. And I grab his shirt and drag him back. What are you doing? And I said, I said, dude, I want you to think about what's about to happen. Okay? You, in a tough neighborhood with a large police presence, are about to, in the middle of the night, walk up to a police officer in his car where he's pretty much defenseless and you're going to say to him and you're going to introduce yourself to him by saying hey officer do you know what a 187 is 
that's that's what you that's what you want to do you want to walk up to a police officer in a tough neighborhood at nighttime and your first words to him is do you know what a 187 is I mean, I want you to, to think about that for a minute. Well, how else am I supposed to get the answer? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, just stop for a second. Just think. You're going to walk up to a police officer in the middle of the night when he's sitting in his car, and you're going to open up your conversation with, do you know what a 187 is? I still don't see your point. Oh, God. So when I was a kid, one of the things people used to do, like nowadays people just like eight dudes jump on you and beat the shit out of you or they shoot you when i was a kid one of the things that that you knew was going to lead to a fight was a person would walk up to you and go do you know how to fight and depending on the way you answer that question that's how the rest of your day was going to go now i didn't know that at the time so i was like i I answered the guy i said uh no now as it turns out when there's a bully in school and you're not the biggest guy in the world and he's looking for someone who's ass to whip and he walks up to you and says do you know how to fight i got news for you you're not supposed to say no you're really not okay because that leads to what i like to refer to lovely as getting your ass whipped by someone now you're probably going well if you can't say no then of course you can say yes right <laughs> no because then the guy goes oh really and then whips your ass so basically no matter how you answer that question there's going to be some ass whipping and it's usually going to be the ass of the person who's on the receiving end of the question and not the giving end of the question that's the thing that precedes an ass whipping and that happens all the time you'll see it in a bar you'll be in a bar and a guy goes so you're a tough guy huh and if you say no, he's probably going to try to whip your ass because why not? He's tough in his mind and you're not. That'll be pretty simple. If you say yes, he thinks you're challenging him. Even though he's the one that initiated this idiotic conversation in the first place because he's an idiot. So you really can't win once you get to, that, to, to hearing that type of question. There's no winning there because the person is a jackass. Okay? That's the backstory, and I'm trying to tell you that this is a similar situation, you dumb bastard. You walk up to a police officer and say, do you know what a 187 is? I don't know how many movies you've seen, but usually in the movie, that's where the guy pulls out the gun and begins shooting somebody. That's how it works. If I was a police officer, and I was sitting in a car, and someone walked up to me and said, do you know what a 187 is? Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to shoot your ass. Or at the very least, I'm going to be prepared to shoot your dumb ass. Okay? It's like if I'm sitting in my car and I'm not a police officer. I'm a comedian and a podcaster and a writer and all of that crap. And if somebody walked up to me, walked up to my car and said, do you know what a 187 is? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to swing my door into their body, get out and stomp the crap out of them because I'm going to take that as a threat. I didn't think about it that way. I know you didn't think about it that way. I'm trying to keep you from getting your ass whipped situational awareness my friends it's important to have that crap yes it is damn it and i know that and, and, and this is something else i noticed about situational awareness and this is i was uh this is this is a long time ago i used to go to the library before i had the internet when i was younger and i would use the internet to look up crap obviously i didn't have it at home you know and you know and uh and then you need to get 45 minutes at the library to use the internet back then. I don't know what it is now because obviously I have the fucking internet at home. I don't need the internet because I know I pay for it. So I don't need it. I have it at home. Uh, so, but I remember I was in there and when you're in the library, the librarian really, they have, they don't want to come over there and talk to you when you're on the computer. You know, they want to use that time to do stuff for themselves. They're just like anybody else. If you have a job where you can find a way to be effective at your job and do as little as possible and still be effective you're going to do it it's called being efficient and if you have a bunch of people on the computers that don't need your help and the computer automatically shuts them off after 45 minutes or whatever the time period is because what happens is the computer if i remember correctly would shut you off at 45 minutes and say someone else is waiting for this computer thank you for your time please exit and then the next person would come along and if at the time that your 45 minutes was up no one was waiting it would say 
no one is waiting for this computer you are now you are now granted an additional 45 minutes because no one is waiting and so on and so forth so for the most part the librarian really didn't have to do anything uh, regarding the computers if there was no one whether there was someone waiting or not so we're sitting on the computers and I'm at the time I'm you know I'm, I'm trying to sell crap on the internet or figure out how to sell crap on the internet and I'm sending out emails to people who are, who are booking comedy clubs and all that kind of crap because I didn't like I said I was very young I didn't have a computer and I didn't have the internet at that point okay so um, so there's a guy next to me who's a little younger than I am you know and so he's he's sitting on the computer like keep in mind anybody that knows the situation and knows the librarians are not trying to come over there and talk to you they would prefer it if you knew what you were doing so they could go about their lives and not have to deal with your punk ass and coming over there teaching you how to do anything it's easy for them it's a wonderful time so they're not paying attention to you so this guy is sitting there and only thing he's typing in which is hilarious is big black butts big black booties big fat black asses asses big fat big juicy black butts big black butts ass black ass big black ass big brown ass chocolate ass he's just typing that in to the internet <laughs> because apparently i'm not sure but i have a feeling he likes big black asses i'm not sure but i think this is i think he's typing in big black ass big black beauty big chocolate butt cocoa butt coffee ass big juicy ass big black chocolate ass i think he likes big black asses and um as an aficionado myself of large black bottoms and actually just any 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 chick's ass but that's a different story shut up don't judge me shut up punks but what i'm saying is He's typing in big black ass, big juicy ass, big thick ass. I had to roll up the windows with the damn trucks too loud. Big black ass, big chocolate, big chocolate ass, cocoa ass, mocha loca choca choca cha, mocha loca chaka yanya. Okay, I shouldn't have done that because I don't remember if that's right. Shut up, punks. Back to the story. So he's, he's typing all of that crap in. And what does he do, this dumb bastard? The librarian doesn't give a crap what you're doing, punk. The librarian's not paying attention. Situational awareness. I would have known. Because I, of course, did not, you know, see him type in big, big black asses and see some big black asses and go, oh, you type in big black ass, you can see big black, black, black ass and type it in myself because that would be wrong. <laughs> Shut up, punks. Anyway, so as he turns out this dumb bastard, what does he do? He actually takes the computer and turns it to the side. I mean, at a really, it was almost a 180 degree turn and he turns his chair and he leans into the, to the screen. Now, of course, if, the, if no one else is moving the computers and you move the computers and you move close into the screen and you're doing all the suspicious shit, of course the librarian is going to come over. The librarian, ain't having a problem. So, oh, no, there's no problem with the computer. There's nothing at all. I just want to see if there's... No, 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 no. You never need any help. She goes around. He tra and this dumb bastard had like 87 tabs open. And surprisingly enough, uh, those tabs all had big black asses in them. I, I know. It's shocking. So, <laughs> what a dumbass. So, she goes, young man, what are you doing? I ain't doing nothing. I'm looking up some stuff. I see what you're looking up. And she kicks him off the computer and bans him for a week. Situational awareness. If he had known and had paid attention to the fact that the librarians didn't give a crap if they didn't notice, notice anything going on, he would have just been able to enjoy as many of the big black bottoms as he wanted to because there would have been nothing but black asses to look at and there would have been no librarian come over to, to stop him from enjoying the view of the delicious black asses. But this dumb bastard. Situational awareness, people. Situational awareness. Situational awareness. Situational awareness. Situational awareness. It will keep you alive if you're in a tough neighborhood or if you're in a tough situation. And more importantly, it will give you the opportunity, if you're a young man in the library, to enjoy the view of large, delicious black buttockses. And I'm going to let you know right now, I know what you're, you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, it's Anthony, you caught this kid looking at big black asses on the thing. So, of course, you looked at the big black asses on your computer. And I just want to say right now, <laughs> you can't prove anything. Shut up, punks. I, of course, didn't do anything but look up, you know, Masterpiece Theater's time schedule. Uh, I was working on string theory trying to prove or disprove it and also coming up with the cure for all communicable diseases. 
I, of course, never saw that young man looking up delicious black buttockses. And I, of course, was too much of a really regular dude to use that as an excuse myself to look up delicious black bottoms because I'm too refined a man and gentleman to allow that to happen. <laughs> and I just want to say for the record, uh, that's my story. You can't prove shit. Shut up, punks. <laughs> I guess because, okay, I looked up one ass. But, but the thing is, it, 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 but, 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 uh, <clears throat> don't judge me, you bastards. Segment over. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. My name is S. Anthony Thomas. I am your host. I want to thank you very, very much for once again stopping by and saying hello and listening to this weird crap that I say every week. Uh, I just want to say, my friends, do me a favor. Spread the word. Do me a favor. Follow me on Twitter. And uh, the addresses, there's two. You need to follow both. At S. Anthony Thomas for me and for the show at S. Anthony Says. Follow both of them fangs. That would be very cool and I would appreciate it. Also, if you dig the show and you want to support the show, you can do it in two ways. One, you can tell everybody you know about it and say good crap about it and leave five-star reviews on whatever you're listening to the show on. That would be one. And two, you can go to patreon.com forward slash S. Anthony Thomas and support the show. Yeah, that's right. You can support the show that way, too. Either way's fine with me. I just want to say if you're listening to this, it means you listen to the whole thing, and which means you dig me and you dig this, and which is cool because I dig you. You too. Much love to you all. I will see you next week. S. Anthony out.